step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you ready to change your life in the next 30 minutes? It's time for Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. Get your notebooks ready. He's about to go in. Five, four... Three, two, one. Coach Mark, let's go. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. This is Power and a Half Hour, and I'm Coach Mark. In the next 30 minutes, we're going to learn the tips, tricks, and techniques of the rich and the super successful. Are you guys ready? Okay. Well, the quote that I want to start today's show with is, The size of your success is measured by the strength of your desire. The size of your dream and how you handle disappointment along the way. Let me say that one again because that's a really great quote, right? The size of your success is measured by the strength of your desire, the size of your dream, and most importantly, how you handle disappointment along the way. And that is by Robert Kiyosaki. He's the guy that wrote that book. And if you haven't read it, you absolutely, absolutely have to read his book. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, okay? That's a life-changing book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. I want to remind you that if you ever want to go back and listen to any of my previous live recorded calls that I do every single Monday night in the United States, go ahead to www.powerhh.com. That's www.powerhh.com. If we're not friends on Facebook, go ahead and add me on Facebook. My name on Facebook is Mark Starr. Alrighty. And I want to remind you to keep sending me your comments, questions, and suggestions to power in a half hour at gmail.com. That's power in a half hour at gmail.com. And I'm releasing my new book at the end of July. All right. If you want to get a sample, a free sample version of the book, all you have to do is go to www.repeataftermebook.com. That's www.repeataftermebook.com. Are you guys ready for today's show? It's called Win Before You Begin. Right? Win Before You Begin. When we all play the game, if we know that we're going to win before we begin, well, we're going to learn how. All right? You guys ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Profile number one is Jack Ma. Now, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of Jack Ma, but he owns a little company called Alibaba.com. Now, Jack Ma was born in Hangzhou, China, into poverty. At an early age, Jack developed a desire to learn English, so he rode his bike each morning to a nearby hotel to converse with foreigners. He would guide them around the city for free in order to practice and improve his English. He did this for nine years. He became friends with one of the foreigners that he met who eventually gave him the name Jack because his real Chinese name was too difficult to pronounce. Now, although Jack failed 
the university entrance exam three times. He eventually passed and then attended the Hangzhou Teachers Institute and graduated in 1988 with a bachelor's degree in English. Jack became a teacher. So this one is for all my teachers out there. All right. Jack didn't first hear about the Internet until 1994. And in 1995, on a trip to the United States, he was first introduced to the Internet. After searching for China on the Internet, he found there was very little info on China on the Internet. So he and his friend created a very ugly website related to China. Now, within five hours, he received many emails from Chinese people all over the world interested to know about him. This is when Jack realized that the Internet had something great to offer. That's when that light bulb went off. Okay, in April of 1995, Jack, his wife and a friend collected twenty thousand dollars and started an Internet company. Their company was dedicated to creating websites for companies. Now, remember, I said he was a teacher. Him and his wife were teachers. Right. But they were dead. They, they were saving their money. They were saving their money. Now, he named the company the China Yellow Pages. Within three years, his company earned the equivalent to 800,000 U.S. dollars at the time. Now, this is back in 1998, 1997. From 1998 to 1999, Jack headed an information technology company. And later in 1999, he decided to quit his job and decided to start Alibaba with 17 of his friends. Now, Alibaba is a Chinese-based business-to-business marketplace site which currently serves more than 79 million members from more than 240 countries and territories. Let me tell you a little bit about Alibaba. Basically, it's a place where you can go. Let's say you have an idea right now. You want to create some new sh- a shirt or any kind of item that you want to create. You can go to Alibaba.com and match with Chinese manufacturers to get whatever item you want made. Now, at a conference in 2010, Jack revealed that he never actually written a line of code nor made one sale to a customer, right? He didn't, he didn't have no extensive computer knowledge. Now, he enc- encountered a computer for the first time at the age of 33. That's like back in 1996 or 1997 was the first time that he came in. Well, actually, I think around the time that he found the Internet was the first time that he actually used a computer because Jack's only 50 years old right now. Now, Jack is now worth twenty four point seven billion with a B dollars. And Alibaba is now one of the most valuable companies in the world with more than thirty five thousand employees and a valuation. Get this of over $250 billion. He's the richest man in China. This guy just started in 19, what, ni- started a company in 1999, 1998, 1999, and is now the richest man in China? <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Alibaba is worth more than Walmart, Amazon, and eBay. At an Alibaba shareholders meeting in 2009, Jack encouraged those in attendance to take matters in their own hands and take action in the form of starting businesses to cope with the economic downturn rather than waiting for government or businesses to help them. We can't sit around waiting for people to help us. We got to take matters into our own hands. 
Now he reminded everyone that the great fortunes of the world were made by people who saw opportunities that others didn't. And he noted that the aftermath of the recent global recession would be no different in terms of exposing new ways of doing business. This is from one of the richest men in the world. This is the same thing that I talk about every single week. More fortunes, more millionaires and billionaires are created during times of recession and depression. Right now, we have the most millionaires ever in the United States, and we just got out of a recession, right? There's over 10 million millionaires in the United States. Please send me another recession so I can make some more money. This is the time. These are the times right here when everybody else is complaining about how hard it is. That means that there's plenty of opportunities. All right. Now, the second person that I'm going to profile is Chris Sanchez of Uberfax. Chris Sanchez is a 24 year old New Yorker who once dreamed of becoming a dancer. Now oversees the Twitter account at Uberfax, which is a collection of tweets known as the most unimportant. That's right. I said unimportant things you'll ever need to know. Uberfax Twitter account has more than 11 million followers, included Kim Kardashian and Molly Cyrus. Now, Chris Sanchez's Twitter handle generates $500,000 per year through marketing partnerships, and its iPhone app is estimated to bring in an additional $60,000 a week. Now, here it is. All of us, including myself, are on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and we spend all this time on there, but do we make any money? Most of us don't, right? This guy's making $500,000 a month from his general business and another $60,000 a week through his app. Now, Chris started to build his Twitter empire in 2011 by skipping some meals and saving up $1,000. He then strategically identified people with large followings on Twitter and paid them $50, give or take, to retweet his bits of trivia. Celebrities started following and Uberfax began to grow organically. Now listen to what Chris says. You really have to believe in what you're doing and commit to doing it and making it happen. I survived on ramen noodles and McDonald's, but it was worth it. I bet it was. Chris is looking to further expand his brand by writing a book filled with Uber facts, and he's exploring the possibility of starting an Uber facts TV show. Here it is. This guy started this business with probably literally no money other than the thousand dollars that he saved up. Now he has a business that's making what? 60 times four, $240,000 a month just off the app alone, and then another $500,000 a year? It's almost $3 million a year. Just by tweeting out some useless facts. Absolutely amazing. Now, the next or the third thing that I'm going to profile is Steve Jobs' big break. Now, I know I talk about Steve Jobs all the time, but he's just an amazing guy, right? And I want to just show you how one small event can turn your hustle into a billion-dollar business. Now, in the fall of 1975, Steve Jobs, who was a wanderer, And an aspiring techie noticed that his California friends were getting excited about model kit computers that you build for your at-home use. He then asked his then-buddy Steve Wozniak if he'd like to build a circuit board for the computer kit enthusiasts, making them for $25 and selling them for $50. 
He then went to the electronic shop, the bite shop, which is a computer store in Mountain View, California. The owner, Paul Terrell, didn't want to sell plain boards, but he said he would buy fully assembled computers. He would pay $500 for each one and wanted 50 as soon as they could be delivered. Steve Jobs jumped at the opportunity to make an even larger amount of money. Jobs then got the computer parts reach supplier to provide him with the parts needed to build the computers on credit until the order was fulfilled. He started this with absolutely no money. And this is how the $700 billion company Apple was formed. This didn't start as a grand billion dollar idea. His initial intention was just to make some money by selling some computer boards. So really, regardless of where you're at or where your business is at, Even if you just have an idea, the only limits that you have are the ones that you put on yourself. This is a phenomenal idea. If this guy didn't go out there and said, okay, I'm going to start the the biggest company in the world because Apple right now is the biggest company in the world, probably will be the first company to hit $1 trillion. Here it is. This guy just started this thing out of his garage, right? And he just started, and that just shows you that I don't care what business that any one of you that's listening to this have right now. The only limits that you have for your business, for your growth, for yourself, is the ones that you put on yourself. Any single one of you can have the next billion dollar business, right? I am sure that when they started Apple, they had no, they didn't even, it wasn't even Apple at the time. He just wanted to sell some computer chips. Now, The first topic that I want to talk about are the questions that we ask ourselves. Now, if we don't like the answers that life has given us, we have to learn to ask better questions. I've talked about questions before. Knowledge is having the right answers and intelligence is asking the right questions. Let me repeat that. Knowledge is having the right answers and intelligence is asking the right questions. Since we are all intelligent, here are five questions that we should be asking ourselves daily. You guys ready? Question number one. Am I in the right niche? Now, sometimes we start off in a particular area and we have all the passion in the world for it, but sometimes it just fades away. That's why it's important for us to routinely assess our motivation that we have, that we are doing, right? It's very important for us to get involved and stay in a niche that we love because then and only then will we have the motivation to stay committed to whatever it is that we are doing. Number two, am I learning from my mistakes? This is so very important. Now, when we hit a roadblock or stumble over some mistakes or mishaps, we need to take time to evaluate, number one, what went wrong? Number two, what do we need to change? Number three, and how can we prevent it from happening again in the future? Now, I'm sure that most of you have heard this before, but I'm going to repeat it. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. How many of us do that? Let me repeat that. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Now, we can't continue to do the same things and make the same mistakes, but have something miraculously change. Life changes when we change. (laughs) I love this saying, life changes when we change. Number three. Am I pushing my own boundaries? 
Now, when you create new humongous goals and attempt to reach them, this will help you to keep your passion ignited and keep you striving towards success. Remember that whatever your current boundaries are were once unknown frontiers. Everything that we have right now was once outside of the boundaries of what existed at the time. Now, I just recently read in this book that I'm reading, the computer that you have in your pocket, a.k.a. your cell phone, right now is faster than the most computer in the world in 1987. So that cell phone that you have, can you imagine in 1987 if you would have said, hey, everybody in the world in the next 30 years, everybody in the world is going to have a computer just as fast as the most as the fastest computer in the world. Now, remember, those computers are the same computers that launched rocket ships into space and did all kinds of stuff. We have that same power in our pockets. Right. But it took it took a visionary. Right. It took people that that thought beyond whatever the current boundaries are to be able to create something like that. So don't ever let anyone tell you that your idea. Oh, that's impossible. That can't be done. Nothing is impossible. Right. At one point in time, they probably laughed at Henry Ford when he said, I'm going to invent something called a car. Why do we need a car? And we got these good donkeys. We got these good horses. We don't need a car. We don't need an airplane. We got trains. Right? Don't ever let anyone limit you. The only limits that you have are the ones that you put on yourself. Number four, what is my game plan? Now, as well as challenging yourself, you should also map out strategies that will allow you to become more efficient and precise. Sit down and create the physical map that will take you from where you are to where you want to go. Now, last week, I went over an excellent goal setting technique that has you reverse engineer your goal. It's called power goal setting. I'm going to go over it really quickly since I went over it last week. First thing you're going to do, this is the fruit. Write down your three to five year goal or vision. All right. Then after that, you're going to write down what do you need to do within the next year to hit that three to five year goal. All right. That's the second thing you're going to write down and make sure that you're very clear about whatever it is that you write down. All right. That's the branches. The third thing is you're going to write down where you need to be in the next 30 days in order to hit your one year goal. Now, I'm going over this really quick because I talked about it last week. So if you want a little bit more clarification, either send me a message on Facebook or listen to last week's call. Actually, listen to last week's call. (laughs) Unless you listen to it, you still don't understand. Then you're going to write down your seven-day actions, okay, your seven-day actions. So what what do you need to do within the next seven days in order to hit your 30-day goal? All we're doing is reverse engineering our goals, right? And then the last thing you're going to write down is what can you do tomorrow that will help you to accomplish your seven-day goal? Power goal setting, phenomenal technique, all right? If you, if you accomplish your one-day goal, you're 20% of the way to accomplishing your big goal. If you accomplish your seven-day goal, you're 30% likely, more likely to accomplish your three- to five-year goal. If you hit your 30-day goal, so within the next 30 days, you will know whether or not you will have a 50-50 shot at knowing whether or not you're going to accomplish your three- to five-year goal. And then if you hit your one-year goal, you, are, you have a 99% chance, you're virtually guaranteed that you're going to hit your three to five year goal if you can accomplish your one day, seven day, 30 day, and your one year goal. Number five, 
Do I still believe I can do this? Now, the highest ambitions are nothing without the conviction that you can actually reach them. Skills and know-how are less than half the battle. Let me repeat that. Skills and know-how are less than half the battle. If you don't believe you can do it, it will be hard to convince anyone else that you can. It reminds me of the great quote that we repeat all the time from Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you are right. All right? Now, I have one more question to ask everyone. If I told everyone that's listening right now that if you would walk five miles to the grocery store right now, regardless of the time it is, and I would give you $1 million, would you do it? Maybe you would and maybe you wouldn't. I can guarantee that what would motivate you to do it or not to do it would be whether or not you thought that I would actually give you the million dollars. Now, if you know for a fact that I was going to give you the million dollars, I guarantee you that 99% of the people listening to this show right now would do it. Even those of you that haven't walked past your mailbox in the last five years would somehow figure out a way to walk that far. The key to you taking action is your belief in being able to attain the final outcome, your belief in your ability to win. Now, some of you would attempt, even though you would be unsure whether or not I would do what I agreed to do. For those that did start the journey, a few of you would quit before mile one. Some more would quit after mile two. And I can almost guarantee you that most would quit before mile three was completed. The same thing happens to most people as they are striving towards their goals. Now, what I figured out is that the easiest way to ensure success in anything that you do is for you to first become the success. Once you become a success, everything you do will be a success. It's like you will have the golden touch. This is exactly how you win before you begin in anything that you're doing. You have to first become the success. Once you become the success, everything that you do will be a success. And until then, nothing's going to happen. Now, I get a lot of emails every week of people telling me that they have no idea of what it is that they want to do or what their passion is. That's completely fine. Until you discover yourself, you must continue to work on yourself. All right? I can guarantee you that more, the more work that you use in developing yourself, the quicker you will discover what you need to be doing, and you will almost guarantee your success once you begin, begin what it is that you do. So here are some ways that you can continue to develop yourself to ensure success and in any and everything that you do. Are you guys ready? Number one, continue to learn. This is so important. The wealthiest and most successful people in the world are all avid learners. Now, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates were both asked in an interview if they could have one superpower in the world, what would it be? They both said being the world's fastest reader would be huge. Here it is. These are the two richest guys in the world. And they're still trying to learn. They still want to learn. That's why they're the two richest guys in the world. Now, reading allows us to partially skip the process of trial and error by simulating the future in our mind based on the knowledge we've acquired from other people's mistakes. That's the real OPM, other people's mistakes. Now, why make your own when you can learn from other people's mistakes? This allows us to stand on the shoulders of giants. Number two, 
Goal setting and writing. Now, we talked about this a little earlier. Now, there was a study about goal setting at Harvard University, and this is what was discovered. Please pay, pay close attention to this. This isn't regular. This is Harvard graduates. All right. Only 3% of the graduates had written goals and plans. 13% had goals, but they were not in writing. And 84% had no specific goals at all. These are Harvard graduates now. Ten years later, the members of the class were interviewed again, and these were the astonishing results. The 13% of the class who had goals were earning on average twice as much as the 84% who had no goals at all. And the 3% who had clear written goals were earning on average 10 times as much as the other 97% put together. These are Harvard graduates. And you see the effect of having goals, written goals? That's why I talk about it every single week. I know some people are probably like, God, Lee, he talks about goals every week. Does he have nothing else to talk about? No, because that's why it's so important. Having written goals are so important. Number three, planning and prioritization. Every morning, find your one most important focus for every single day. This should be aligned with the major goals that you set for yourself and consequently annihilate that goal in the morning until it is finished. Everything else is a distraction. So you got to find the one thing that you must get done every single day. Write that down and knock that out first. Brian Tracy has a book called Eat That Frog, and that's exactly what he talks about. Number four, money management. Shift from the consumer mentality into the investor mentality. See, every one of your dollars as seeds. By spending your hard-earned money in a smart way, you'll be able to grow your investments into bigger payoffs over time. Don't buy overpriced things that you can't afford. Don't amass great amounts of debt and don't live above your means. Now, let me give you an example. I'm not picking on anyone that drinks coffee, but if you buy one $4 latte every day, that will cost you $28 a week and about $120 a month and $1,460 for the year. Now, over five years, you would have spent $7,300. And I can guarantee you that most people that spend over $7,300 over five years in coffee do not have $7,300 in savings. Just in one year, you spend over $1,400. That's all the guy that we talked about earlier, Chris Sanchez, used to start his business that's making him over $3 million a year. And number five, use time wisely. Now, the time we have on earth is limited. As of 2014, the average life expectancy is 78.6 years. We spend 25 years of that sleeping. Experts have said that we only have 50,000 usable hours to really dedicate to doing our greatest work. The rest of our time is spent in disability, sickness, sleeping, old age, young age, and so on. Now, if you were given $50,000 in cash at the beginning of your life, how would you spend these dollars? Imagine that every hour that you waste is equivalent to you wasting a dollar. All right. Well, that's all the time that I have for you today. I want to just go ahead and remind you, if you want to re-listen to any of my past live calls, go to www.powerhh.com. Now, I know you guys know 
three of your friends that should have heard this show today. All right. We know that three of your friends, at least three of your friends should have heard this show today. So please share this show, right? If they can't listen to the station live, they can go to my website, www.powerhh.com and re-listen to any of my past shows because we want the people around us to get better, right? It's not just for us to get better, but it's around, it's about for them to get better as well. Okay. So make sure you share this with three other people that should have heard this message today, at least three other people want to remind you, go to my website and sign up to get a free e-version of my book. Trust me, this book is going to be crazy. This book will change your life. It's repeat after me book.com. I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this book. All right. And I really want to get your feedback. That's why I'm giving you guys a free version of it. www.repeataftermebook.com. Just sign up and I will send you a free version of the book okay the action step for this week is to go back over that power goal setting technique right and if you have yours go ahead and email it to me i would love to see what your goals and aspirations are right i'm going to hold you accountable to them all right so go ahead and email me at uh, power and a half hour at gmail.com okay and the quote that i want to go ahead and end today's show with is winners make it habit of manufacturing their own positive expectations in advance of the event. Let me repeat that. Winners make a habit of manufacturing their own positive expectations in advance of the event. And that's Brian Tracy. And just a little bit about that. Every single morning, I write my day out as if it already happened. So I already anticipate me having a great day every single morning and that's why the majority of time 99.9 percent of the time i do have a great day all right let me repeat that quote one more time winners make a habit of manufacturing their own positive expectations in advance of the event all right thank you and until next week Thanks for listening to Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. To listen or re-listen, go to powerinahalfhour.com. Follow Coach Mark on Instagram and Twitter at Coach Mark Speaks. Find Coach Mark on Facebook by searching for Mark Starr. Like our Facebook fan page, Power in a Half Hour. And join our Power in a Half Hour Facebook group. See you next week. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.